Whoop, whoop, whoop. So many exciting things to tell you. I'm going to keep it short and simple. Number one, my book is now free, a digital version of my book, Building Simple Habits to a Healthy Me. You can just sign up and get it for free. Number two, come and say hello on Instagram. I'm having fun on Instagram doing exciting reels. Number three, I have four amazing packages for my Positively Healthy program called Magical May exciting exciting if you want to find out more book a call and let's chat and lastly remember radiate and renew four simple habits simple but mighty habits is starting may the 15th so come and sign up for that You are listening to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina Kerrick, weight loss coach. I specialize in helping busy mums lose weight with healthy eating and living. You're invited to sign up to my VIP area where I have all my free handouts and videos. Simply go to drorlina.com, that's Dr. O-R-L-E-N-A.com, and you will see the sign up and sign up there. Now on with today's show. launch into today's show I want to make an exciting announcement I'm super excited to be launching a new service which is called my kitchen miracles and it will be about recipes I'm going to be curating recipes now I will tell you more about that later on because that wasn't the exciting announcement the exciting announcement is that during the months of September and October, in order to spread the word about this product that I'm creating and to help you all out, I am doing some free video training. So I have got several of them booked and you can go to drorlina.com forward slash videos and find a long list and sign up for them. Now, if you're already on my email list, I'll tell you about it. But these are the topics we are going to be covering. What is healthy eating? So healthy eating in a nutshell. Picky Eating 101, this one's for you parents, I know all about picky eating, written books about it, struggled with two of my kids, I say struggled, they're getting there. How to get kids to try new foods, another big topic for parents. How to teach kids healthy eating habits, how to meal plan without going insane, how to lose weight whilst cooking for your family. This could also be how to eat healthily whilst cooking for your family. And then feeding toddlers. So throughout September and October, you will be able to join me either live or catch the recording. And those videos will be available until October the 30th. So super exciting. Come and sign up. Dr. Orlina, that's D-R, Orlina, O-R-L-E-N-A dot com forward slash videos. See you there. Good morning, lovely people, and welcome to another episode of Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina Kerrick. Today, we are talking letting go of anger too. Letting go of anger was the top podcast, one that you all love, that I did way, way, way back, I don't know, in January or February. So today, I have decided to do letting go of anger too. Before we start thinking about anger, I want to tell you a little story about my wetsuit. Why on earth do you want to know about my wetsuit? You do want to know about my wetsuit, I promise you. So I live on Costa Brava near the Mediterranean Sea. And during the summer, it's now summer as I record this, I go swimming early in the morning. And I love swimming. It's my sport of choice. It's the thing that suits me. I love swimming in the sea. And more than anything, I find on the days that I go swimming, I am full of energy and refreshed and can focus and I'm just a more happy person. And my husband says that on the days I don't go swimming, I'm more grumpy. 
Now, normally, I swim with a wetsuit that I bought from Decathlon, which is a relatively cheap sports shop. Now, scarily, the water temperature this year is not as cold as other years, and I'm sure that that is not a great sign. However, I have continued to use my wetsuit, and my wetsuit seems to have stretched a little bit so that it doesn't really fit properly. And if you know how wetsuit works, they have to be quite snug, otherwise they don't do anything. So this wetsuit that I have lets water in, and there is a gentleman who I swim with. He doesn't come very often, but he was laughing at me the other day and saying, your wetsuit is really pointless. And I laughed back and said, I know, it's just the water comes in and it's too big. It's kind of stretched and it's basically like carrying weights around with me. So it makes it more hard work for me because the water comes in and I then have to move that water. So I was joking saying, yeah, it's like I'm doing extra exercises, but it does protect me from the jellyfish, although I haven't seen a single jellyfish this year. Now, at the weekend, he sent me a text message saying, I've got a wetsuit for you. It's an old wetsuit. You can have it. And I was very grateful and thought, I've been kind of thinking about buying another wetsuit, but I've been putting it off because I can't be bothered to order it and I can't be bothered to go to the shops. So he dropped it round for me, this gift out of the blue, which was super kind of him. But there was this little thought in my brain of it's August and I was actually thinking I didn't really need to wear a wetsuit because it was relatively warm. However, the weather has turned in a couple of days. Yesterday, I didn't go swimming because there was a thunderstorm or a short thunderstorm and there was lightning. So I thought, yeah, I don't really want to swim when there's lightning. We didn't go. This morning I went, and it's a little bit windy. We have this wind that blows from the Pyrenees Mountains called a Trau Montana, and it's quite strong. But we decided to go because we know where the sheltered bits are. And I decided to try out my new wetsuit. And it was amazing. It fits beautifully. And I was so much warmer than normal. And I think this is absolutely amazing because I'll be able to extend my swimming a little bit or at least enjoy the beginning and the end swimming a little bit. Now, what I really thought when I was swimming was this is very similar, but it's absolutely amazing. The difference is so big. Why haven't I done this before? Why have I been putting up with this not so great wetsuit when really I could have just sorted it out and got myself a much better wetsuit? And this is my message. This is the reason I am telling you this story. So many people, so many of you put up with not feeling great, not feeling energised and vigorous and on top form. And you just don't realise how close you are to feeling amazing. There's actually a quote, which is most people don't realise how close they are to feeling fabulous, to feeling on top form. And I can't remember who it was who said that. But I think it's so true that people live in this state of not wearing a great wetsuit and putting up with cold or whatever the discomfort is because they just don't realise that if they change a little bit, life will be so much better. For me, having a new wetsuit was like putting on a winter coat in the cold. Amazing. And I think that making little changes to your life leads to feeling fit and fabulous and amazing. Okay, so that's my story for today. Make a little change and see how amazing you feel. What we're actually talking about is letting go of anger. And this came up because I was having a conversation yesterday. Actually, it was a client call and we were talking about anger. And my client was talking about how she feels anger in certain situations. And she gave an example of when she felt angry about a particular girl. 
and the thoughts behind that. Now, we examined the thoughts behind that, but that isn't today what I want to talk about. I want to talk about anger itself and how anger specifically is a really scary emotion. One of the things my client was saying was that when she was little, she saw her mother get angry and be violent. And you know what? That is angry anger. Anger is one of those scary emotions. And I think one of the big parts of anger and scary emotions is that when we're angry, we do want to do mean things. We want to stay in that rut of being angry. We want to shout and scream and hurt people and inflict pain on everyone and everything around us. And it's really difficult to trust ourselves. We don't want to hurt each other. We don't want to do these things. But when we're angry, we know that that is how we turn up and how we want to do things. So what is going on here? Well, we have different parts of our brain. We have this bit called our prefrontal cortex, which is the big bit of our forehead, which makes us different from other animals, like, for example, apes, who don't have that bit so developed. You can see when you look at their heads that their prefrontal cortex slopes back. They don't have all that thinking power in front of their brain. And us humans do. And it's almost like that is the programmer, the person who is there writing out a code for your computer. And we're the people, that prefrontal cortex, who makes decisions. This is how I want to turn up. This is what I want to do. I've got these amazing plans. And this is what we're going to do. Now, what happens when we are triggered or when emotions start to creep in is that our body takes over, our primitive brain takes over. And it's it's like a physiological response. So in the case of anger, your heart rate goes up, your blood pressure goes up. And that thinking part of your brain is no longer in control. We're on automation and we want to run away. Well, we want to do something primitive. So the primitive things are the flight fright or sorry flight fight or freeze so typically what we see is people want to fight that's it our kids want to get up and they want to fight each other you might want to fight people you might want to inflict pain your primitive self wants to inflict pain or freeze that's like a rabbit in the headlight headlights you just stand there you can't do anything or run away So those are the the three big things that we see. And that is the primitive physiological response. That's your adrenaline surging round. Now, that's anger at full fill tilt. But there is a build up to anger, a small amount of anger. And I have this theory about emotions. And on one level, we are very intellectual and we can describe so many different emotions. We can describe elation, excitement, Um, contentment, all these different things. But actually, on a physiological level, I think there are very few basic emotions. And one of them is anger. And anger comes, I think, in different ranges. So frustration, I think, is a facade of anger. It's just another way of looking at anger. And when we talk about frustration, really and truly, what is underneath that is anger, the anger of not being able to achieve what we want. So This is just my theory, but I think there are a few primitive emotions. Happiness, contentment is one. I think fear is another one. But that out of these few primitive emotions, we develop 
other emotions which have an element of thinking in them. And then once we open that out, we have loads and loads of different emotions. Pick your emotion. So what can we do about anger? We don't want to turn up to life angry all the time, angry and stressed. We don't want that to be our default position. But so often it is our default position because we are negatively wired. We are negatively wired to seek danger, to run away from danger. And this makes sense because back in the day, if there was danger, if there was a tiger behind the tree and you ran away from it, you got to live another day. If we weren't looking for that danger and there was a tiger behind the tree, that was lights out. We didn't get to live another day. So when we have anger, it's almost like Pandora's box. We've opened this lid on anger and it's there. You can't pretend it isn't there. Now, the way I explain this to my clients is we have three things that we can do when we feel emotions. The first thing is we can deny this emotion and pretend that this emotion doesn't exist. So distract ourselves from this emotion, which is what we see lots of people doing when they run to the fridge because they're not hungry. But it's just this automated, well, I feel this emotion. I want to distract myself. What am I going to do? The problem with denying or distracting yourself is that it doesn't get to the root cause of that emotion. It just comes back up. It comes back up. The way of thinking, the way of being is still there. So you just put it off for another day. The second thing you can do is act out on your emotion. And when you want to be angry, when you want to be negative, when you want to carry on telling your children off, this is one of the things I find that when I get triggered, I want to tell them off. I want them to try and see it from my point of view. And that is a mild form of anger. That is acting out on anger. So for kids, it will be having a tantrum lying on the floor. For adults, shouting, screaming. And as it escalates, hurting each other, saying mean things. That is being controlled by your anger. That is your primitive brain doing those things. Flight, fright, hey, sorry, fight, fight, flight and freeze. That is not your prefrontal cortex, your thinking brain being in control. So the third thing that you can do, which is not easy, is to just feel that emotion and to allow that emotion in and neither push it away nor act on it. And you just feel it there in your body. And eventually, if you don't act on it, that emotion disappears. Now, it's very, very easy to say, hey, yep, that's what you do with emotions. When you're in the throes of that emotion, it's very difficult because you want to act on that emotion. And one really useful tip is to just breathe. Breathe through that emotion and focus on your breath. And by doing that, what you're doing is allowing your body to calm down and allowing your prefrontal cortex to take control of the program, of the computer that is your brain and your body. Now, when you are angry, learning how to focus on your breath is not easy. So actually, learning breathing techniques when you aren't angry is a really useful thing to do. So things like meditation will help you with breathing. Just spending a few minutes a day breathing, being conscious of your breathing, so that when you are angry and triggered, 
you can focus on your breathing and get back to that state of, okay, I am no longer triggered. I can get back to what I was doing. So I think anger is something that a lot of us don't want to look at. In my life, I look at anger and think, before I had children, I was very rarely angry. I can think of a few times. I remember one time when my then boyfriend, now husband, I was angry with him for some reason. And I can't remember the exact reason. I suspect it was to do with him going out drinking far too much and staying up really, really late whilst I was working. Anyhow, the story was that I was making dinner. I was making a curry with a bright yellow sauce. And I got angry and I threw a wooden spoon, not at him. I think I threw it at the ceiling. It was a very high ceiling and it afterwards had a yellow mark on the ceiling, which everybody laughed about. Now, that's not a nice story for me to admit. I don't want to say, yet I'm this, yes, I'm this kind of person who gets really angry and throws wooden spoons either at people or away from people. That's not the kind of person I want to be. So what is the kind of person I want to be? Well, not angry. I want to be happy, content. What I'd actually really like to be is someone who is more light-hearted. I'm not naturally a laughy person, but I've decided that I want to be. So if any of you have any ideas on how to be light-hearted and laugh more, then feel free to let me know. I'm currently working on laughter yoga, which is amazing and perhaps a topic for another podcast. But we can make decisions about how we want to show up. And we can make this by design. We can decide this is what I want to do. I don't want to be angry. I want to be something else instead. And the first step is to notice ourselves and to notice that underlying anger and think, what is causing that? Why am I angry? What's going on here? And once you can get to understand it and accept it, then you can move on and allow it to pass through you and go, okay, I'm not going to let that situation get get me down anymore. So just a little recap. Here are the three things that you can do when any emotion passes through you. It doesn't have to be anger. It can be fear. All these emotions. One, you can deny it, pretend it isn't there. Two, you can act on it. So for anger, flight, fight or freeze. Number three, you can just allow it to be there and feel that emotion and not act on it. And that is really difficult. It's not an easy thing to do. And we have this idea in society that we want to always be happy. So we do try and deny these emotions. But really and truly, that isn't the aim. The aim is life is all of these emotions. It's the good emotions, the bad emotions, the happiness, the sadness. And what we want to do is have these emotions without being controlled by them, just allowing them to pass by. So there you go. Anger in a nutshell. Another story for you. When we did, when I did the first podcast, Letting Go of Anger, and I talked about lots of different methods. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to Letting Go of Anger, and I give you more tips for anger. One of the things I talked about was always looking for the positive. And this comes back to this idea that we are negatively wired, but we can retrain our brains. And one of the things we can do is look at a situation and find positives in a situation that is seemingly negative. Now, if you didn't hear this story, which I shared on both Facebook and Instagram, 
Last week, I went swimming in the morning at seven o'clock in the morning. The beach was pretty empty and nobody else was with me. Normally, I swim with some friends, but there was I had no friends that day. So I left my stuff by the beach, went for my swim. And when I got back, someone had stolen all my clothes. Oh, my goodness. How is that possible? Why would anybody want to steal my clothes? I presume what they were looking for was my mobile phone and my car keys. Now, people said to me, how did you manage to keep positive in that situation? And I will give you a clue. If you have a situation, you can always think it could have been worse. And I am grateful that it wasn't worse. So in this situation, I was very grateful that they didn't steal my car keys, that they didn't steal my mobile phone, and that also the shoes, the flip-flops that I had and the dress were old shoes and I was happy to get rid of them. I, They didn't have any huge significant attachment to me. It wasn't a special dress. Unlike my underwear, I was very upset about my underwear. But my point is, if you cannot see the positive in a situation, have a think, how could this be worse? And it can always be much worse. Okay, my friends, it has been lovely talking to you. I will chat to you again next week. As always, if you enjoy this podcast, please share it with your friends. And remember to come and keep in contact with the VIP area and with my Facebook group. And if you have any questions, just reach out. Okay, goodbye. Thank you so much for listening today. You are welcome to sign up for my VIP area, which you'll find at drorlena.com. That's D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A.com. Now, if you have enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could share it with one of your friends. Perhaps you have a busy mother friend who is struggling with weight loss and healthy living and everything that I talk about. So please feel free to share it with her. And if you are really keen, I would really love a review on iTunes. Now, I know it's a little bit difficult to do, but if you did, it would really help me get my podcast seen by other people. Thank you so much and see you, hear you, chat to you next week. Bye bye.